When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. We're inching, crawling, creeping, I don't know what the word is, ever closer to Premier League football once again. And this is the, I suppose, really the dress rehearsal before 11 days time when Liverpool come around and Aston Villa play Liverpool, um, which is a nice little test for us to have against Villarreal. Um you know, it's it's obviously come about because Unai Emery knows the club, knows the the hierarchy, and 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 set this up. It's mutually beneficial to both teams. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be a good test for Aston Villa. Obviously, um, this camp that we've had over the last, I'm not going to call it four weeks because it hasn't been four weeks. It's really only been, I'd say, maybe the bones of about 17, 18 days that that these players have been through. It's just fantastic and. Yes, the results have been wishy-washy. And what I mean by that is, look, we haven't gone out, we haven't played absolutely sparkling football, but the games are what they are. The games are there for a reason. They're literally there to try and implement things. Results are secondary, um, To I, I would imagine. I would imagine that's what the, the report card will say once this is up, up until now, up until tonight. And I think tonight, obviously, with an 11-day 11 11 day gap and with Aston Villa having... 
essentially the bones of their team out tonight, I would imagine. I would be expecting, you know, as close to full strength as we can possibly get tonight, obviously, with the with the omission of Emmy Martinez. I don't think, well, we're not going to have Philippe Coutinho. Um, I don't think Buendia or Sanson or Jacob Ramsey are fit yet. I, I didn't hear what happened to Jacob Ramsey, but um, I think he picked up a knock or something. Maybe we might see him in the, in, in the team tonight. But I think Aston Villa will go gung-ho for this. Two reasons. It's on in Villa Park in front of 13 and a half to somewhere between 13 and a half to 17,000 people. That's cool. Like when I say that's cool is that means it's getting back. We're getting back to to um to Premier League football again after this truncation that's happening in the middle of the season. And the fans that are going to be there, yes, it's going to be a small crowd. It's not going to be a full house, obviously. But the fans that are going to be there are going to be they're going to be looking for something to do to keep warm, number one. But number two, they're going, they're going to um, have been chomping at the bit, you know, for Aston Villa football to return. And I think Una Emery is going to give them what they want tonight. Um, and I think that this Aston Villa team will will uh, have a, a fully cooked plan. I don't expect this to be one of those games whereby we see a raft of substitutions at 60 minutes or to see two teams go out. I think this will be dress rehearsal stuff obviously with an 11 day gap how much of a dress rehearsal can you get but you know what i mean by that i expect this to be um to be full throated um uh in in its uh in, in its approach so uh yeah as i say it's uh it's it's what i'm looking forward to now um, as you know, we don't share any links or any streams here on the podcast. The reason we don't do that is, look, every so often you get a smack in the wrist from, from YouTube or from Twitter or from Facebook. And there's, a, there's one of the reasons why I don't stream to Facebook anymore is just because it was cons- we only did it once or twice. I think the one time we did it. There was just a load of people that had nothing got to do with Aston Villa with all these like terms terms of service um strikes and stuff like that. So that that's one of the reasons why. But we're not going to share any links or any streams here. Apparently, it is available to be watched online. Um, but as I say, I have not found anything yet. Um, please do not share anything in the comments with regards to links. I would really appreciate if you didn't do that because that falls back on us as moderators to get rid of it and. Uh, and unfortunately, it's just me tonight. Paddy is busy donning his Santa's elf uniform tonight, not literally, figuratively. And he is uh, he is working and burning the midnight oil tonight with, with his with his job, um, as it is a busy time of year for him. So it's only me, it's only little on me today. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, we're we're about five minutes away from from seeing what the team news is. I, knowing Villa, they've probably re- released it already, have they? No, not yet. Um, let me just bring that out. But Aston Villa have released what looks to be. Do you know what? I'm going to just share my Twitter. I think just share it now, and we'll wait for it. Um, share screen. Cool tab. Aston Villa Twitter. Which one am I share? Which one is it? This one. Yeah, this is the one. So obviously there he is, the man with the plan, looking at the rather old ball, Unai Emery, the man, the reason that we have this uh, this game tonight. But Aston Villa have shared a video, um, a video here. As we can see, it looks like a crisp night. I I used to love playing football in this, uh, playing any sport in this weather. A nice crisp night whereby um, the air was thin. It was easily got into your lungs. 
yeah, you need to warm up, but um, give me a night like tonight over a bammy, really hot day any day. Call me mad, but I, I used to love used to love playing any sport in that. Um, so, you know, one of these nights tonight, the ball will travel. will travel through the air. As I say, the air will be thinner. And um, and we could see, hopefully, hopefully Villarreal come tonight and, and they come to play. We don't have a, a situation whereby um, they have adopted or continue to adopt the old Duna Emery tactics like they played against Juventus and they come and park the bus on the edge of their area and play the ball around in front of their goals. Because I'd like to see what our attacking intent is going to be tonight. It's been, it has been um, wishy-washy even in these four, um, these, these three, two and a half weeks of of camp that we've had it's been a bit wishy-washy you know and the reason being is because it's just been rotations of players in and around I expect Leon Bailey to play tonight I expect Danny Ings to play tonight I probably expect Watkins to play tonight and um, I don't know what makeup our midfield will have I don't know if Leo Dendonker is back in <coughs> excuse me is back in, in in around the fold will he get some time um, I expect Kamara to be in there I expect Dougie Lewis to be in there I expect um yeah, so I, I expect uh, expect Jam again to be in, in there as well, and I don't expect uh, an experimental team to be out there for sure. Uh, I think that this is a dress rehearsal, as I said before. Um, let's have a little look at some of your comments there. Rob Henry says, uh, actually, let me stop sharing there for a moment. I can bring that back up in a moment. Rob Henry says, uh, "Missed the team, missed your team sheet." And Alfie's Reed says, "Evening to Neil. Thank you very much." So does Ronan Farrell, and the Villa player says, "Evening, folks." Um, James Cartwright says, evening, good to be back. I'm not expecting too much from tonight. Maybe a slight insight into Unai's plans and what he's been up to. Yeah, like as I say, it's 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 probably been, heavy. well, it's not been, probably been. I think it's fair to say that it's been right heavy work for the team up until now. Um, heavy training sessions, probably double sessions at, at times, specifically when they're over in Dubai, I would have expected them to be on double sessions, uh, building fitness, build, whether it was fitness or whether it was tactical sessions, I would ex- I would have expected uh, at least double sessions in some days over there. Um, so, yeah, look, tonight is, the, the result is secondary, but I think what we need to start seeing is start seeing um, the patterns um, of play uh, tonight and, and seeing what players are, are beginning to stand out and, and, and setups and things like that. But as you say, it's a good team that we're going to be playing against, a wily old team and a team that I'm trying to think, a team that didn't wouldn't have had a ton of players at the World Cup either. Um, yes, they would have had Pau Torres. Was Dan Juma on the, on the Dutch squad? Did he travel with the Dutch squad? Um, obviously they had that striker for Senegal that was there. So yeah, so like ourselves, they wouldn't have had an absolute ton of players go, uh, and the majority of them would have been knocked out early. Um, so whether they choose to start integrating those guys back into their team tonight, I hope they do, and I hope they have a strong side. And likewise, I hope that we come up with a strong side as well. Uh, Matt Parker says the Villa Derby absolutely uh, the Villa player says I know this isn't the topic but proud to see Emmy in a World Cup final yes absolutely and we spoke about it on I spoke about it just before the Terra Mafi podcast that I did during the week um, Terra Mafi a Nigerian player that we were linked to um, whether it comes off or not I don't know but if you haven't watched that you can go back and, and, and look at it as well but I didn't know at the time when I was making when I was doing that that it's the first time we will have an actual active Aston Villa player playing a World Cup final while they're an actual Aston Villa player, if that makes sense. That's a, that's a serious achievement. And congratulations to Emmy Martinez. And for that very reason, I am 100% shouting for Argentina. 
And plus, I want to see Messi win a World Cup because I think he's the greatest player I've ever seen. So there is that as well. Um, Keith, yeah, Keith asks, anyone know the story with Ramsey? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't. Did he pick something up? I'm not sure. I think Ashley Priest said something during the week that he isn't, uh, that he wasn't training uh, during the week. But I, I could have picked that up completely incorrectly. I, I'm not sure. We don't have a team just yet. Um, Danny H says catching a cold, wet, gritty ball and the tie. Yeah, or even worse, you go up for a header and you miss time it and it hits you in the ear. I know that might sound a bit silly, but it can happen from time to time. Or on the way down, your ear, you hit your ear off the other fella's head. That's a, not a nice thing to happen on a cold, cold day like today. Yeah, I wouldn't like that one. Or as you say, a, a belt of the ball um, from point blank range wouldn't be nice as well. Um, uh, oh, C, uh, C Line says that Leander Dundonker was in one of the training videos. I actually haven't had a chance to look at any of the training videos for this week at all. Um, so that's good to hear. I, I I would like to see him get a get a run tonight. I wouldn't mind seeing the midfield of Kamara Dundonker and, and Dougie Louise tonight. Uh, maybe Dougie Louise pushed a small bit for, further forward. Um, in into into the second two. I I don't know. I don't know. I think it, it's it's going to be an interesting one to see to see who who tags out for Aston Villa tonight. Um. Yeah, and Gary Gary says 13,000 tickets sold. Yeah, I wasn't sure what it was 13 or so. A couple of people asking, is it on Villa TV? No, it is not. Um, it's not on Villa TV. And I can understand that. Like, obviously, the, the weather isn't great. I would love to see it. I would love for it to be on Villa TV. But they, they need to sell tickets to Villa Park, too. You know, so... Um, 13,000 people are going to brave the elements. Well, 13,000 people have, have paid for tickets to go to see the game tonight and we'll, we'll see if, if the 13,000 people show up but um, I uh, I have heard that it is available <coughs> on some Spanish channels but as I say please don't share any links in the comments here and um, feel free to chat amongst yourselves on, on, on Twitter um, as I see um, Kieran McKenna says uh, can see Bogart playing tonight given recent rumours linking him to the baggies I, I haven't seen those rumours with regards to I would love him to get a championship move love him I've 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 big hopes for Lamar Bogart, huge hopes, and 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 if he does get the nod at right back tonight in, in place of maybe an Emmy Martinez or something, that would be a huge, huge statement, huge statement. Um, I don't see it, um, but maybe, maybe he does. Still waiting on team news, are we? Yeah, we're still waiting on team news. Um, uh, Michael Burden asks a great question who will be the winners who will the winners and losers be from the current squad i'm not going to answer this question because obviously we've got the christmas break christmas time coming up and there is we're not going to have any games until the 26th but we do have a podcast organized to discuss the current squad we also uh, to discuss the current squad where it stands at the moment who the and a pseudo winners losers part but i suppose realistically like um it's going to be looking into the future where our improvements and the churn of the squad may come from so I'm going to have to ask you to hold out in that one. Absolutely going to have to hold out in that one. But myself and Paddy have something coming up on that for sure. Um, no, Christopher Gonzalez says, please, t Neil, tell me Bovril isn't an Irish drink as well. Why are you boys drinking gravy? I've only drank Bovril about three times in my life. So this this stems from <laughs> Ashley Priest had up on Twitter that he, was, that his, he wanted a Bovril tonight with lots of pepper in it. Now, I don't know what type of alchemy or sorcery that is, uh, each to their own, but I much prefer a hot toddy, to be honest with you, a nice hot whiskey or something on a night like tonight. But I've only had Bob for about, about two or three times, and I certainly haven't had it with pepper in it, but I'm open to try anything. I'm open to try anything. 
for sure. Um, but no, Bovril certainly isn't anything, a uh, Vegemite or anything like that. It's, it's not a thing, or Marmite. It, it's, it's not something that we get um, get too often. Barry Robertson asks, so Carlos is back in January. Do you believe this? I, I do. I believe that he might be back. Oh, and, and we've stated in the podcast that he could be back late January based on Ben Deanery, who initially had the prognosis on what it would be. He, he's actually a great follow, guys, for any injury prognosis and stuff like that. Um, obviously, he's not. it's not 100% fact what he says, but it gives you a good guideline. And based on, the, based on what Steven Gerrard said, soon enough after Diego Carlos got injured, he was expecting him back late, late January, early February. And that was the timeline based on what Ben Dinnery had said uh, that we were going on as well. Late January, early February could, could potentially be. So once again, absolutely great to have him back. Would be great to have him back. Um, James K says, a hurley on the back of the legs worse than any ball. Oh, absolutely. If anybody here plays hurling, if you've got any Irish play, people here, the time of the fat fingers, we used to call it. You go back playing hurling in late January, early February, and a cold night, you put your hand up for a ball and someone had hit you with the, with the stick. Oh, it's the sores thing. It's just the sores thing. Um, Gary Howlett asks, do we think that Santa... And, and by the way, guys, I don't think there's any team going to be announced. <laughs> We're still waiting. Um, and the game is on at 8 o'clock, yeah? Game is on at 8 o'clock. I'm, I, I haven't dreamt that. Um, but Gary asks, do we think Santana is just making excuses not to play now? Is it time for him to go? I, I think Santana is out the door. I think Santana and Gilbert are gone. I've, I'm a long time think, believer that neither the two of them want to be at Aston Villa anymore. And uh, and as I say, you know, we're not a, we we don't want hostages. We want uh, we want contributors. So look, as I say, uh, I'm a long time believer that both of them see their futures in other places, uh, and that's cool. That's okay. That's not in, that's not me having a go at either the two of them or a negative. I think that they see their their the the pathway to game time is is less and less at Aston Villa, and I think that we will bring in midfielders, and I think that Santon will be an odd man out. Yeah, um, no reflection on his on his ability. I just think sometimes moves don't work out and. He's definitely one of those people, I think. Um, uh, Danny says that Caden Young looked tidy against Chelsea. Uh, would like to see him get 20 minutes. Yeah, um, I've no problem seeing getting 20 minutes here. I don't want to see him. Well, it's not that I don't want to see him. God, don't get me wrong. Look, if you're good enough, you're old enough. But I don't want to see pressure on him to be expedited into the first team. Um, <coughs> I thought he looked all there from a physical point of view. I've said, I said I put out a, a tweet afterwards. You know, he landed Cucurella on his, uh, his behind um, at one stage. But Cucurella did nip at him. I think Cucurella had heard about him. It looked like he wanted to stamp his authority, that Cucurella wanted to stamp his authority on this young kid that people were talking about. Um, because people are talking about Caden Young. Um, and they were talking about it previously. And he's a big kid. Like, he's a big guy. He's a bloody moustache at 16. No. Only the lucky few of us can have mustaches and beards at sixteen, like yours truly. But Caden um, Young had Caden <laughs> Young is like like shaft going around the place. You know, he's big, strong guy, and 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 uh, and attach and more power to him. And he he was willing to take on that ball. Yes, at times did he kind of turn around and and want and and try and hold on to possession. And once or twice, Cucurella did tackle him and get the ball off him. But that's what you're going to expect. I thought he looked. I thought he looked good. I thought he, looked, thought he looked, didn't look out of place, um, but hell, like really raw, which you would expect at 16. And um, but just delighted to have him in our, in our academy, you know, to have fully grown men at 16 in your academy is so much it, like they're the unicorns that teams can get and can build, uh, build around and, and mold and try and bring them through. 
you know, those unicorns that have the physical and the physical stature and the ability. Jack Grealish didn't really have the physical stature when he came through. He just had a ton of ability. And he was sent out to Grimsby to get kicked around the place by his own admission. And it did him a ton of good. Maybe that's what Caden Young needs, you know, but maybe not at 16, but maybe next year. But yeah, absolutely. Look, if this academy keeps on churning out, churning out people like that, absolutely. I'll be, you know, fair play to Mark Harrison and the rest of them, for sure. Um. Yeah, and, and uh, some I did see on Twitter, I thought some Chelsea fans were way overboard because I thought Cucurella, obviously, look, he did it once, he got around him once, but what he did do so, a lot of times was he showed Cucurella the ball, took it away from him, passed it backwards. And there's a lot to be said for that as well, being able to do the right thing with the ball at the right time. It doesn't always have to be the percentage gamble. And fair play to him, at 16 years of age, you know, that's stuff that you can't teach. So fair play. Um, absolutely. Um uh, loving the cushion. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was there. How can you see the cushion I have on my chair? I went here behind. Yeah, my mother got me that for Christmas or for for Father's Day this year. Um, Carl, is there any team sheet, lads? Could this be a first? Could this be a first ever team sheet tantrum with no team sheet? I'll tell you another. I'll let you into a secret here into production. It's bloody freezing here, and the reason it's bloody freezing is it's minus. I think it's about minus four here in Ireland. And I'm out inside in the podcasting boudoir. And I have my dog. My dog is in the back garden. And otherwise, he'd be barking otherwise. So I have to keep the door open. And he won't come in. He won't come in here so that I can run over and close the door. So I'm beginning to freeze this model a bit here. So just to let you in on the, the back uh, backstory towards the production here. Um, Where else are we? Uh, oh, so Jordan Levy says Danjuma and Chakwezi starting for a trial match tonight. Uh, for their trial match tonight, um, Jackson on the bench. Um, so do we have a Villarreal? We have a Villarreal. Um, do we have a Villarreal? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, where are we? Um, ba, 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 ba. Uh, 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 at least we might as well talk about a team anyway. Okay, well, at least VRL were nice enough to release their team on time. We've got Pepe Reina coming home. Well, is it really? Is it really fair to say coming home? Um, oh, sorry, I'm not sharing my screen. Um, Give me a second. I will share up the screen. Yeah, so here's Villarreal. Um, Pepe Reina. Uh, we have uh, Kiko Fermina, uh, former Watford man. Um, Cuenca, 
Gerard, Danjuma, Pareo, Chiquesi, Moika, Trigueros, uh, Coquelin, and Mandy. I'm not going to pretend like I know all these players or any of the, a lot of these players, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, there's a couple of players that have played in the Premier League before. Parejo played with, with uh, QPR, um, Danny Parejo. Um, who's in there. Trigueros has been a stalwart for um, Villarreal. I think he's about three or 400 caps for them. A midfielder and he's mid-30s, I think. But I would expect him to, <coughs> to be the pivot player inside there. Obviously, Francis Coquelin with, um, with, uh, with Arsenal as well has Premier League experience. But looking at the bench there, you've got Pau Torres is on the bench. Albiol is on the bench. Uh, Capu, I think Capu, once again, uh, experience in the Premier League. You've got Jeremy Mina, number 21. I'd expect him to come on and to do some damage. And obviously, as people mentioned there, Nicholas Jackson as well. So, <coughs> so VRL haven't exactly thrown out their full squad um, at, by any stretch of the imagination. But as was mentioned there... Um, Chukwesi and Danjuma are playing tonight, and I would imagine that they're going to form part of a front two or maybe a front three with Parejo as well. Maybe Parejo is a bit further forward, although he was never really played there under under uh, Unai Emery. But at least we have a team to share for the podcast tonight. Um, let's go back and let's see if Aston Villa have woken up. Uh, uh, Aston Villa official. And this is where I click on something that is oh, good stuff. Do we have any team? No. No team. No team. Anybody know this, has any team been released by Ashley? I just know that Ashley Priest is at the game. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. No, doesn't seem to be any team news yet. Uh, we've got program notes anyway from Muna Emery saying we've worked very hard over the past few weeks, both a training ground and in Dubai to train our philosophy and mentality, being strong offensively and defensively in our structure, being together and realizing our full capacity. There's a statement. <laughs> yeah. That's when the, somebody can take something out of that and feel very, very happy about themselves. Um, I love those statements. Uh, right. We're going to persevere for another minute. We're going to give them, guys. We're going to give them till 20 past seven. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to give them till 20 past seven and see do we get any, um, do we get any life out of Aston Villa and their team sheet? We might go at 20 past seven. We might go to 25 past. We'll see. It depends on how long I can talk for. Um, so let's remove this for a moment. Um, uh, Gary Howlett asks, is Ken, Ken Young is not Ashley's son? No, he's not. Ashley's son could be, I'd imagine. He could be. Um, Rob Henry asks here, has Archer stalled? No, I don't think he's stalled. But I also... Oh no, I don't want to say it. I also don't think he's as good as some people thought he was. A good player, don't get me wrong. But there was clamor for him to get like a ten match run in the in the Premier League, and I think might be it might be a small bit too soon for him. Um, I would love to see him get some game time tonight. I'd love to see him get some game time in the Premier League over the course of this this season. Uh, great talent. Uh, I think a late bloomer for sure. Um, but to say he stalled, I I don't have enough evidence to say he stalled just yet. Just like I don't have enough evidence to say that he's going to be the next insert striker here, Robbie Fowler. I'm going to say. Um, but certainly a talented player. Um, I need to see more of him. need to see more of him in the team. But once again, there's the oxymoron in it, isn't it? The oxymoron in it is, you know, for us to be able to make a full determination on him as fans, we need to see more of him playing. But until we see more of him playing, you know, we can't make a determination on him really as to what his ceiling is and what his floor is. So uh, it's, it's a bit frustrating. I would like to see a bit more of him for sure. Um. 
James, any of the potential lads from Villarreal be put off with a cold weather and not fancy a move to Brough and uh, to Brum and have weather like this? <laughs> no, I don't think this puts anybody. Put it this way: you can warm up very, very easily in your two point five million pound mansion. You know, when you get a move to the Premier League, you can warm up very easily. Uh, and plus, thankfully. Well, I'm not going to say, thankfully, this isn't the norm of having these these minus two, minus three, minus four uh, days. It could be in the future. Who knows? But um, yeah, as I say, apparently there's enough Bovril to go around, even for the for, for the Spanish guys there or, or for the continental guys that might be coming over. Um, uh, uh, da, da, da. This is a good point as well from Christopher Gonzalez. I think there's a few boys that need to recall and a new loan. I think there will be. I think Kane Kessler and Hayden, there's no way in the world he plays for Huddersfield once the once uh, January opens up. I think similarly prob- similarly for Louis Barry, was a great loan for him. I really, really, I looked at that loan and I thought it was going to be a great loan for him. I'm beginning to struggle to see now where we would send him. Send somebody like Louis Barry at this moment. That's not writing him off, God, don't get me wrong. But he's gone out and loan to Swindon. Worked in fits and starts for him. Went out and loaned to Ipswich. Didn't work for him at all. And he's on this loan now. And and, and that's what I mean by I don't know where we send him is do we persevere with this loan for him? Because on the face of it, it was a really good loan for him. Um, do we persevere on this loan and see if things change in the new year? Or do we recall him? I think there's going to be lots of lots of talk about, about what they do with Louis Barry soon um, with regards to this loan, this loan that he's currently on. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, where else are we? Yeah, they did. Uh, and I'm just too calls to give out about it. My pet peeve is putting a team sheet in number order. It's just, oh, wait a minute. Good boy. Good lads. Sorry, I was so far behind in the comments. I know some of you put it in. We have a team. We have Robin Olsen in goals. Ashley Young at right back. Kanza Mings and Dina. We have Kamara, Douglas Louise, John McGinn. Buendia makes his return. Bailey and Watkins. Talk to me, gentlemen and gentlewomen and gentle whatever. Talk to me about it. I I, I think it's I think it's a strong like that's that's a, a, a very, very strong team. We see on the bench we've got our two goalkeepers, two young goalkeepers again. We've uh, Matty Cash, Danny Ings, uh Callum Chambers, Augustinson. Nakamba, Bednarek, Dendonker, Archer, Reiki, and Caden Young makes the bench once again. Thinking of this, those three lads at the very end there, guys, Archer, Reiki, Caden Young, they've leapfrogged a lot of those young kids. Now I know that there wasn't an awful lot of them to leapfrog, but they have leapfrogged them into positions uh, on the sub bench here. That's an interesting one. Talk to me as well, guys. I'd love if Paddy was here, because I'd love to ask him the question about Bednarek. We've seen nothing of him, literally less than nothing of him. And I think he's a functional player within the Premier League. Obviously, it's come out already to say that Aston Villa will not be picking up his... uh, Sorry, it's been rumoured that Aston Villa will not be picking up the deal to sign him. I'm okay with that because I think there's potentially bigger fish to fry um, than a Bednarek. Um, But it's just interesting that, you know, he comes in and he's finding it difficult to get game time here at Aston Villa. And even in these games... I might be wrong. He could have been injured, but he didn't. Fo- he didn't feature against Cardiff. He didn't feature against Chelsea. He didn't feature against Brighton. 
I think I'm right in saying that, that he hasn't featured at all, even on the bench, but he's on the bench tonight. Oh, sorry, sure, wasn't he at the World Cup? That's why. Fucking hell. Stupid me. That's why. He was at the World Cup. Ah, well. <laughs> I told you I was freezing inside my inside my little cocoon here. Uh, anyway, let's get back to that. Let's forget. Where's my dump button to dump the last 30 seconds of nonsense that I've just been speaking about? I still don't think that he's getting he, he's he gets much of a look in um over the course of the next the next few games or uh over the course of the 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 winter period. But um yeah, if you just just you can just disregard that last 30 seconds of mindlessness for me and um, considering he was at the world cup yes and i know i'm gonna scroll down and i'm gonna see he was at the world cup yes 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 uh, and he's only back now um nice team i'm looking forward to seeing uh to seeing Buendia and bailey behind watkins um because I, I i'll be honest and i'm probably giving away a lot of my hot takes for for this podcast that we're going to do myself and patty about about I suppose uh, stock up, stock down, or winners and losers, whatever we want to call it. But um, I still think Buendia has an absolute pile to prove. Um, I don't think he's really done anything for Aston Villa yet. Um, he's showed it in fits and starts, but he's always been this kind of this plucky loser type. Like he's always been like this this unlucky loser type guy or this plucky effort guy. Um, he certainly hasn't shown what he showed at, at Norwich. And 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 there was games at Norwich where he picked it up by the scruff of the neck and he drove the team forward. Um, he's maybe done it in fits and starts for Aston Villa. Um, and look, I, I 100% appreciate and 100% know that he hasn't exactly had stability at the management position or a competent manager in Steven Gerrard wasn't here um, while through the majority of his of his uh, his career at Aston Villa. But I think that I, I, I'm expecting to see more and more and more from him as the weeks and months go on. Um, somebody like Buendia because Bailey has decided like Bailey has, has has turned his Aston Villa career around this season now that he's a bit uh, a bit more fit and um, he's got that electric pace uh, and I think Buendia can do it as well uh, he's we're not going to have Philippe Coutinho back for another couple of weeks yet it'll be the end of January I think they said by the time he will be back so Buendia has the, the two hands on that position provided they don't start things up top and pull Watkins wide um, Buendia has that the two hands in that position, and, and it's up to him to hold on to it. Looking at the bench, there isn't there isn't really like being really honest. There, there isn't a, a, a ton of people that you could you could bring in there uh, to, to to play that position. Um, but yeah, look, it's the donker comes in, maybe begin gets pushed a small bit forward. As we've seen, you've got Jacob Ramsey who could come in and play that position. But but Buendia has it tonight. And I would be expecting big things out of Buendia tonight. Yeah, he's he's my guy that I'll be looking at, and I'll be kind of going, "You need to perform, you need to perform for me tonight." Uh, from the people on that team. Um, let's get to some of your comments. Uh, a view from the stand says, uh, "Swap cash for young, and that's the team versus Liverpool." I, you know what? I, I, I would, I would say, yeah, probably. Maybe then Donker comes in. I don't know. Uh, I think, but I, but I think, yeah, I think that's probably the team for Liverpool. Um. Uh, where are we? Uh, Paul Corbett says, would have preferred to see uh, Ings uh, get a run from the start after Watkins starting last game. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, I suppose really what for a manager or for a for Unai Emery, I think it's I think it's important for him to have a top two um, 
or even a top one. I, like, I'm going to be interested to see what formation we play tonight. Like, does Bailey play up top with Watkins? Does that become the Danjuma? Does Bailey become the Danjuma axis that he had at, at Villarreal? That's going to be really interesting. Um, but yeah, it will be interesting to see Danny Ings because Danny Ings was hitting form. He was scoring goals just before the break. And we, you know, we we would like to see a striker take, take grab the scuff, grab the game by the scuff of the neck, or even grab situations and become a Giroud type striker. Everybody here should know how much I like Giroud and the fact that he's only good for putting the ball in the back of the net. But Aston Villa needs somebody who's only good at putting the ball in the back of the net, and because we have a lot of effort players around the field, and if Danny Ings can be that man that scores. 12 to 15 goals by just being in the right place at the right time well then absolutely that's our that's our that's our, our our savior for the year you know because we we aren't a team that ever has uh, many players that will get to 15 goals a season um you know so and i think if we get if we have a player that gets to 15 goals a season we will score enough goals just to to kick on in the league uh but that's that's something that this this team needs to figure out is who's going to be that that talisman we don't like the team doesn't have a talisman at the moment, and that could be a good thing, and that but that could also be also be a bad thing, you know. So it's going to be really interesting. I fully expect this to still be the four two two two. I expect Buendia and McGinn to be the wide players, and I expect Bailey to play up top slightly off Watkins. But as I say, um, who's going to emerge under Unai Emery as our talisman? And as we know, Aston Villa play much 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 better with a talisman. We played much. We played really well when we had Benteke as our talisman. Um, which made the team better than the sum of its parts. Um, Jack Grealish obviously was our talisman in recent times. You know who's going to be our talisman, and I think games like this sort the wheat from the chaff. Um, where are we? Uh, do uh, so one bad mouse asked me, do I think Reiki gets minutes against Liverpool? I'm going to say no. Because and simply because you've got minutes for Dundonker, you've got minutes for Jacob Ramsey, you've got minutes for, and I think that they, I think they actually push him out of the matchday squad. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think that he'll even be in the matchday squad versus Liverpool. Um, that's not like that's not a reflection on what, on, on his promise as a player, but um, I do think that uh, you know, I I think Liverpool could be a winnable game. I do. I genuinely think Liverpool, and I think Emery sees Liverpool as a winnable game. I think Emery probably sees every game as a winnable game. Um, but I, I like Liverpool having all those players away. Uh, yes, the majority of them have been back for quite a while, went out in the group stages, but um, like they're not going to have Kunate anyway, at least. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in, in that one. But I, I don't think Reiki gets. I don't think we see any kids um, on the bench, um, other than one of the goalkeepers. Against Liverpool. Um, uh, Thomas, is that right? Coutinho's back in training and will be ready for Liverpool. Is that because I've missed quite a lot today and yesterday of of those little tidbits? Um, if that is true, that that like I would have expected him potentially. Well, look, obviously there's eleven days between now and Liverpool. But uh, that's an interesting one. That is certainly an interesting one. If he is back, because they, they didn't expect him to be back until mid-January, if, if memory serves me right. Right, guys, I am... <coughs> excuse me. Um, guys, I am going to leave you and love you at this one because, uh, as I say, it's 34 minutes before the game kicks off. 
and I am really cold now because this dog hasn't come into this, come into the office yet, and uh, he's barking outside trying to get back into the house. Thanks so much, everybody, for sitting here and listening to my musings over the last uh, thirty-six minutes. I really appreciate it, and uh, it's been nice. Even though Aston Villa were tardy with their with their team sheet announcements, it's been nice to go through the Villarreal and look at your comments like the good old days. And we will be back again later on, and uh, potentially we won't be back tomorrow because I'm going to get a feed of pints tomorrow. Um, so I will be not be on tomorrow uh, unless something breaks prior to about half past four. Um, I probably I won't be uh, here with a podcast tomorrow. But myself and Paddy will be back. We will be. Um, we may have a, a, a an old friend coming to join us. Uh, that usually pops up around Christmas time. I'm going to call him our Michael Bublé. If anybody, if anybody has listened to any of our Christmas podcasts previously, uh, an old friend might be might be coming to join us, and we've got something going on. We're going kicking back up into gear from next week. We've been pretty sedentary, um, with the odd podcast here and there, just because work has been so busy for the two of us. We're ramping down next week in the in the build up to Christmas, and then obviously it'll be full steam ahead for um the Stevens Day slash Boxing Day fixture against uh, against Liverpool, and we will be all. Um, chomping at the bit for that but thanks so much everybody for joining really appreciate it thumbs up subscriptions if you aren't subscribed to the podcast we'd really really appreciate a subscription hopefully you guys get uh, to watch this game tonight if not uh, though I'm sure that people at the ground will be uh, live tweeting to beat the band and we'll know what the score is and uh, yeah as I said thank you so much for watching really appreciate it um, all that's left to say really is stay safe stay healthy and up the villa Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.